everyone. Welcome back to our weekly wellness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca, and today we have joining us Dr. Rodney Robertson, our Director of Wellness and Personal Growth. So welcome back, Dr. Rodney. <laughs> it's good to be here again. We haven't done one of these in a while. So. I know. So glad to be here with you again as well. Um, so just as a refresher, or for those who are just joining us for the first time today, um, would you mind telling us a little bit about you and, and what you do with My Pets Wellness? I'm a licensed therapist, but I, my role here at My Pets Wellness is to take care of the entire staff, their mental well-being, their physical well-being, um, making sure that their home life and their personal life and their work life is all balanced so that one is not controlling the others, mm. um, dealing with issues such as stress and anxiety and pressure that people feel, and also running the overall wellness program with our um, employee assistance program, mm. as well as many other tasks when there's fires to be put out and that kind of thing. So yeah, just a couple things. It. Yeah, I enjoy doing it. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Um, so today we're going to be talking about an issue that I think is, it can be fairly common in vet med, um, but just in life in general, I think, uh, which is catastrophizing. And I know that may not be a term that's super familiar to a lot of people. I know a lot of us have heard of like catastrophes, um, but the actual you know, word catastrophizing, can you define that for us? What does that mean? Sure, okay. It's when you look at an event mm -hmm. and you see it as having greater importance than it probably does have, mm -hmm. and you immediately see an unfavorable outcome. Now, it's not just seeing the unfavorable outcome. Mm -hmm. It's in taking it from that and magnifying the impact of that unfavorable outcome gotcha. and coming to the conclusion that it's going to be a total disaster for my life or for the world mm. uh, or it's it, you know it's just going to it's going to there's no positive thing that can come out of this type of thing interesting you know? so it's like taking something that happens that's not great but turning it into like worst case scenario worst case scenario you immediately okay. jump to this is the worst case scenario right and in most situations it never turns out to that worst case right. scenario of course it could sure, but i mean sure. to immediately jump there it's actually a mental health diagnosis most people don't know that mm. but it's called a cognitive distortion um it's it's not seeing it factually for the way it is mm -hmm. i mean you see some of the facts but then you take those facts and immediately jump to something way over here mm. as the most likely possibility right. um, without carefully thinking through, is that actually true or is that actually false? Gotcha, so mm. I would imagine it involves some level of imagination. Like oh, you're, yeah. you're seeing something and then your brain is running away with it, like this is. <laughs> exactly, I mean okay. that, that cognitive distortion takes control right. and then your mind can actually go to any level of distortion, mm -hmm. some of it being extremely, um, uh, unlikely, but nevertheless, right. you believe it. Okay. It's kind of connected with what we call in, uh, mental health issues, black and white thinking. Okay. People you see it as white or black. Right. We all know there's an infinite number of grays between white and black, and most right. outcomes are not white or black. Mm. They are actually very gray. And I think it's so common in our culture and society because of two groups of people. Hmm. Now, I saw, I saw I gotta go here, okay? <laughs> The media yeah. and politicians, yeah. they live off of black and white thinking. They want everybody to see it their way and totally discount the other way. Mm. In the media, they only emphasize the negative things. Rarely do they bring it. Maybe once in a half an hour, they might right. bring up some little nice anecdote about <laughs> something good happened. Right. But it's pretty much 
making everybody feel like, oh my God, the world's falling apart. Yeah. It's never going to be like it ever was. Right. Um, you know, we're all doomed. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the world's just going to hell in a handbasket. So they kind they, of feed into that they catastrophizing feed into that tendency. Because it, like. it gets attention. Interesting. Okay? Hmm. But it feeds then our mindset because most of us begin to believe that everything's going to turn out bad right. and this is going to be a disaster. Okay. Super, super interesting. Yeah. I appreciate the kind of cultural context there for ways that we can be influenced maybe, maybe in a subtle way and not really recognize that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, because it is so common. Yeah, it's pervasive. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. that sounds like everybody has been um, exposed in one way or another to those those types of black and white kind of thinking and paradigms. Um, so with catastrophizing, how does this specifically happen or manifest itself in vet med? Well, I can give you a couple of examples mm -hmm. um, that are very common, actually. Uh, you're with a pet, mm -hmm. you're either a tech, or you're with your veterinarian, and a small mistake is made. Um, you know, maybe you give the wrong medication, mm -hmm. and that is an issue, right? We right. got to deal with that. Right. But when you catastrophize, oh no, the pet's going to die. I'm going to get sued. Right. I'm going to get fired. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Now that might happen depending upon the nature <laughs> of the actual event that occurred. Right. But the point is, you're immediately jumping from the incident. Yeah. which could have some negative consequences and making it much bigger than it actually is. Hmm. If it goes that direction, you can then deal with that when it comes. Right. But that stress and anxiety and pressure that you're feeling when you're catastrophizing is mm -hmm. you actually believe that it's going to turn out that way. Yeah. And in most situations, giving that example, you're not going to get fired unless it was extreme. Right. You're not going to get sued and maybe the pet will live. Yeah. You know, but yeah. the, you handle those individual events when they come up mm -hmm. in the sequence in which they come up and handle right. them the best way you can. Because when you immediately jump to that conclusion, um, you're going to impact your ability to stay on task, to hmm. do what's necessary for the pet in that moment because your brain is racing and... Well, there's no even sense in trying to help out the pet. Right, because yeah. you've already determined the outcome. Yeah, I've already, already determined the outcome. Happening. It's going yeah. to end up being disastrous. Or, you know, That's another example is um, a common experience that I've dealt with here mm -hmm. is the employees having a difficult client that they're working with, you know, mm -hmm. who can be very belligerent, yeah. um, very yeah. accusatory mm -hmm. of the techniques that you use, threatening all kinds of things from lawsuits to I'm going to turn you into the veterinary people or whatever it's going to be. Right. And in that moment, you're sitting there saying, oh my gosh, again, I'm going to get sued. Yeah. I'm going to lose my veterinary license. Yep. I'm going to get fired. And again, that's yeah. part of the catastrophizing. And then in that moment, you can't keep calm and actually try to calm the other person down. You kind of couldn't even escalate it because then you get all nervous and right. you don't know what right. to say. And, and um, so those little unforeseen events that come into veterinary practice almost on a daily basis, mm -hmm. because, you know, control is an illusion. So we always <laughs> think we're in control, but we're not really in control. It's when something happens, instead of taking a breath, calming down, thinking it through, what's the next step I'm taking? You're already 100 steps ahead of yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where it becomes a really bad situation. Well, and that's interesting the way that you frame it as like it's almost a disservice to our patient 
when we start to catastrophize because we're not able to focus on whatever happened, whether it was a mistake or a communication or, or something, mm -hmm. we are not able to focus our attention on that when we are focusing our attention on that worst case scenario, yeah. that worst outcome that could possibly happen. Yeah. So that's an interesting reframing to, to take right. it maybe yeah. out of our own minds and back to the task at hand, like yeah. let's help this patient, let's do what we can. Have you heard about our weekly wellness rounds? If you're a veterinarian, you know more than anyone how tough life can get. Whether it's dealing with difficult clients, communication challenges on your team, issues in your personal life, or even just a busy week where you feel like you haven't been able to stop and actually catch your breath. There are so many things that come into our lives that can impact our mental health. So that's why we've started our weekly wellness rounds. This is a judgment-free place to come talk through your experiences with other veterinary professionals who get it. These conversations are moderated by our Director of Wellness and Personal Growth, Dr. Rodney Robertson, who is also a licensed mental health professional. Weekly wellness rounds take place on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time, and all of these meetings are virtual, so there's no need to stress about adding yet another trip to your busy week. You can register and join our weekly wellness rounds by visiting our DVM support website at mypetswellness.net forward slash DVM support. So join us for weekly wellness rounds on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central. We hope to see you there. Let me add one more aspect that I've seen often here at My Pets Wellness, mm -hmm. since that's what I do. Yeah. Maybe you stay in control when you're in the room with the pet mm -hmm. in the in the client mm -hmm. but then you go back into the back room where all everybody else is and all the text right. and that's where you catastrophize the situation you know what <laughs> i mean and then yeah. that gets everybody else going down the same road oh my gosh what's going to happen maybe we're going to have to close this hospital because we just made a horrible mistake i'm, I'm making some of that up yeah. but the catastrophizing can have an impact upon others around you not just the client or the pet mm. it could impact everybody else if you lose your cool and immediately right. jump to the worst possible scenario yeah. that can take place. Yeah. I mean, I know speaking from my own experience, that is that is something that I think a lot of us struggle with is like we have seen some of those worst case scenarios. So like mm -hmm. we know, okay, this could happen. Like we could jump to this worst case scenario um, mm -hmm. after a mistake has been made. So I feel like it's, it's somewhat I would say probably common in mm -hmm. vet med to have that kind of a response. Um, but what can we do when we start to recognize that we are catastrophizing? Well, don't exaggerate the situation. That's the first step. Yeah. Stay focused on here and now. Mm -hmm. Don't extrapolate it out to a month from now and three months from now in a year because right. you're not there yet. Yeah. Can you, you can deal with that at the time. Mm -hmm. stay, stay very specific on the thing that's causing that that uncomfortable feeling that you're having right. but stay specifically on that and and don't try to make the impact of the event larger than it actually is in that moment hmm. now again i know that i could say that and depending on the situation it could you know it, it can start flying away but you got to bring right. yourself back to that moment hmm. um uh, and you you can't make an assumption that you're a total failure because this event has just happened. And maybe yeah. it was nothing that you did. I mean, maybe it was just the pet died from natural causes, but now you're you know, extrapolating and catastrophizing the difficult conversation with right. the person, the pet owner. And it could be a difficult conversation, mm -hmm. but a lot of times it isn't. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. okay, we get it. 
you know, that type of thing. Right. Um, second thing is, I think it's very important in those moments mm -hmm. when there's an event that has a negative um, consequence. Right. What you have to do is to avoid the pessimistic jump into the quantum leap of disaster and All stay right. really optimistic. Yeah. I can handle this. Mm -hmm. If we make the right decisions now, the outcome could be very much different later. Yeah. So you got to have a more optimistic attitude and don't ex assume the worst is going to happen in the right. future. It's almost like staying present mm -hmm. instead of going into the future, which you can't control anyhow. Right. And that will really help in that situation. Interesting. So it sounds like when, when you're feeling that you're doing this and you're thinking, oh gosh, I'm going to get fired. I'm going to lose my job. I'm not going to be able to stay in my house. I'm going to have to you know, sell my house and move and all of these things, right? That I, I think you can kind of snowball into. It sounds like it's important to remain focused on the present moment, mm -hmm. on what actually happened. Right. Um, and then, you know, just kind of try to have that positive self-talk almost. Like, like your brain is almost somewhat in control of the things that you're feeling and thinking and, and you're able to kind of manage that. So it sounds like have that positive self-talk, yeah. stay optimistic, tell yourself that you can do it. And it's going to be challenging, but it sounds like if you do those things, you can at least somewhat curtail that snowball yeah. kind of effect. And you have to kind of understand that in that moment, when it's happening, it, mm -hmm. I am actually going through a cognitive distortion, right. and I've got to bring it back to what's actually true. Yeah. Um, and and uh, to not, it's gonna when you have that experience, you're gonna affect your feelings, but our feelings are not a reliable source for us to act upon. Right. And and so your catastrophizing is taking you into your feeling mode. Mm -hmm. And so instead, what you have to do is, don't give the thoughts that you're currently having in that moment, to be controlling of what you do next, okay? Hmm. I've got to set those two things aside, okay? Interesting, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, it could lead to more of a disaster than it actually was, yeah. which becomes the thing you prophesized in your own mind that it was gonna become, okay? Yeah. Um, another way that you can probably help with this, and I've actually used this, is I'm in a moment, things are happening, mm -hmm. it's making me feel uncomfortable. I can notice I'm really racing and going way far ahead than I do, mm -hmm. than I need to. Look at it from a perspective of a third party that doesn't have any bias that brought into it, brings into it, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay, how would others see what just happened differently than the way I'm seeing it right now? Right. You know what I'm saying? Try to take yourself into um, almost, um, you know, you're, we're all down here on earth, Elevate yourself to about 15 feet above and look <laughs> down at it differently. Right, right. That, those are some of the ways that you can take that catastrophizing uh, inclination off the page, you know? Interesting, Because it's yeah. going to keep me here and now instead of in the future. You can be more um, objective about it, it sounds yeah. like. Interesting. And what can we do if we see other people catastrophizing or if we hear somebody who comes, you know, to the back from being in an exam room and they're starting to create all of these worst case scenarios in their mind, yeah. how can we help them? Be present for them and help them to be present themselves. Mm. So you don't escalate to and say, oh my gosh, what are we, you know. Right, right. You know, calm them down, ask them to take a few breaths, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hold their hands or something, come alongside of them, right. say, let's just calm down, let's yeah. think it through. 
And, and so it's very important, the rule, when you see somebody else doing it, is to guide, try to get them back present to this moment mm. and stop focusing on all the possibilities that might come up in the future. Yeah. That's where you've got to get them back. And so, unfortunately, what a lot of people do is they join the party right. of catastrophizing. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of a sudden, you've got everybody in the room catastrophizing to the... Right. <laughs> and now we're lost and we yeah. can't come back. So it's um, staying present mm -hmm. for the person and getting them to stay present. That's great. So it sounds like it's really important to recognize when it's happening and to know mm -hmm. what this term is Correct. so that we can address it and, and right. kind of confront it directly. Right. Um, and then is there a way for clinics to maybe coach their teams on, you know, what catastrophizing is or, you know, even how to prevent it or avoid it in the first place? Well, they could watch this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we probably need to do more work, actually, at My Pets Wellness on that. Mm -hmm. I haven't spent much time in the clinics. I'm seeing it. I'm hearing of it. But yeah. I'm not actually hands-on. They're trying to help them when this happens. This is what you've got to do. Right. And uh, so we need to do more of that. Um, certainly, another step we as a company could do is if you see someone else catastrophizing and you can't calm them down, mm -hmm. you reach out to others and say, you know, this person needs some extra support so that we mm. can bring other personnel um, to help them get back to where they need to be instead of the, having this cognitive distortion yeah. taking over their life and their feelings. and. Absolutely, because yeah. I would imagine if somebody's having that type of a reaction in, in the clinic, then that's also probably something that's impacting other areas of their life as well. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think this type of recognition and the, these exercises of being present and right. understanding that it is a cognitive distortion, that this isn't necessarily the reality, the reality is what's in front of you, Right. I think is probably helpful in numerous areas of right. life, I would have to imagine. Right. Yes, because... The cognitive distortion in the moment can paralyze you. It leads you to paralysis in the moment mm. because you can't focus on the task. Mm. But it also can totally derail the rest of your life, literally, mm. okay? Mm. In ways such as, well, since this happened, I might as well stop being a veterinarian. I might as well stop being a lab tech. i got to find mm. a different job. Mm. I'm a failure. There's no sense in trying hard anymore. Right. Everybody's going to see me as a failure. You see this cognitive yeah. distortion. As yeah. a so then people start giving up trying. Um, they get, give up trying to, to succeed. Yeah. They give up trying to get better. Okay? Yeah. They're not going to learn from it. They're going to use it as a stamp on their life. It's like on their forehead. I'm a failure, and so I'm worthless, and I'm no good. So then it impacts your whole view of yourself in a dramatically hmm. um, specific way, which hmm. can lead to a sense of paralysis in your life. That's who, and It sounds like that is kind of another way that that black and white thinking comes into play mm -hmm. is I'm good or I'm bad. Right. I'm successful or I'm a failure. Instead of, I'm successful, I'm good, I made a mistake and I can learn from right. it. It's, right. It's over. Yeah. You know, it's over. So. That's super, super interesting. Yeah. I, I really appreciate all of your perspective <laughs> on this and getting a better feel for um, the catastrophizing and the black and white thinking. Because I, I do feel like even though a lot of us in vet med realize like medicine in and of itself is all sorts of shades of gray. There's never, exactly. like, there are very few times that there are black and white answers. Right. I feel like it's hard to apply that same logic to our own lives sometimes. Correct, it is. <laughs> but we've got to start doing it. Absolutely. It's, a, it's an extremely common issue. Yeah. 
and uh, our society models catastrophizing all the time, right. as we talked about. Right. So we have to do better for ourselves and not let ourselves go to that point. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much again, Dr. Rodney. Okay. Really you. appreciate it. And uh, right. thank you all for joining and we'll see you next time. <laughs> right. Bye.